Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody and welcome to the sports, sports, sports podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. I'm outside the sports world. I'm the sports outsider, Phil. What's up? That is a pretty solid new theme song. It was just trade in your breakfast for a Dan and Frusen smoothie. Don't tell people that. Oh, Sorry. man. I totally ruined that. Was, we were, uh, we're, that's a lawsuit now. That's my thing every Saturday morning during college football season. Frusen smoothies? No, I go to the fridge, I grab myself a silver bullet, and I jump in the shower and say, trade in your breakfast for a beer in the shower. <laughs> ah, perfect. <laughs> and it's great. Every Saturday morning, oh, you have a shower beer. Ooh, yeah, it's a power shower. That's tastes like. Whoa, no, Aha. that is what excitement tastes like. That's what gaming up for the game oh, tastes you're, like. Oh, you're preparing for a game. I just do it because I'm sad. Oh, you start your mornings with a sad shower with beer. With a sad shower beer fully clothed. Do you, do you get like one of those uh, shower stools that old people use? And you yeah, just sit on that, let the water hit you, and just drink it. Oh, bye, bye, I don't even have to run the shower water because my tears are the one I clean off with. All by so. myself. Now that's copyright. Yeah. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, Tim, alert. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, um, alert. <laughs> Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth, alert. <laughs> Everyone is now alert because yes. you changed up the drop. Yeah. We have to, drop it's back. Button, the it's drop not. button didn't know what to do. <laughs> I know. It's, it's back out. and it's better than ever. We want to get people's attention again with Tim Tebow. Uh-huh. This is an alert. Okay. Okay. Preseason week three. Ooh, Whoa, we're deep when, into the preseason. That's when Tim Tebow really shines. <laughs> right. New England Patriots twenty five. Tim Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Those weren't even close to those. All three of those words didn't come out right. No, the Buccaneers are uh, the new team from the Tumble Burr Buccaneers. And Buccaneers, they're gonna get some sunscreen. Yeah. New England Patriots 25, Tampa Bay Bucks 21. Preseason football games are largely meaningless, so don't worry. Tim Tebow won't do anything meaningful. Aha! <laughs> Meow myself. <laughs> uh, Patriots third-string quarterback Tim Tebow had a rough night. He was one for seven in passing for negative one yards. Ouch! Yes, he would have had more yards passing had he just thrown seven incompletions. <laughs> <laughs> He threw in an interception for good measure. Uh, he did run six times for 30 yards. That's not uh, bad. There we go. That's he okay. ran a little dashing. Yeah. A little, what'd you say? He dashed. He did a little dashing. Well, sure, sure. Uh, said Bill Belichick, he's definitely improving. And <laughs> See, here's the thing. That was the headline. But when you read the article, the question the reporter asked was, uh, Bill, uh, so uh, would you say he's improving? <laughs> and Bill ah, said, yeah. uh, oh, uh, definitely. Objection leading the witness. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, I think if you look at the entire week last week, it would look different than the game did. <laughs> Bill Belichick continued, in some cases, the game looked better for some players. And in some cases, the game didn't look as good as some other things during the week. 
So Jesus we'll just have Christ. to take that all into consideration. Tim Tebow has reduced the normally terse Bill Belichick into a rambling moron like every other football coach out there. Wishy-washy of, well, you know, eh, the play is not, uh, it's not how we drew it up. Well, if you've been at practice, you know that he's been working really hard and his form's improving and we totally think he's going to... And he, he, of course, trailed off, but not before he said, look, I'm still a genius, okay? Okay? <laughs> right, guys? I have no reason to say no. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Alert. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Uh, alert. <laughs> Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. Alert! I think we may have gone overboard with the alert branding. <laughs> yeah. Might have been. Might have been. We might have, might be a bridge too far. I think that Mentos is coming out with a new Cool Mint Alert flavor, though. Oh. So. You confused the crap out of the middle it's, guy. It's the yeah. catchphrase to nowhere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. What do we got on the show this week? Uh, let's see. Hey, uh, uh, this is exciting to talk about the uh, Major League Baseball finally coming around, adding a uh, a ma- an, an instant replay, video instant replay. Oh, yeah, for 2014. For 2014. Whoa. So we have Joe Tug Kootman, uh, legendary uh, umpire. He's been in the league for 30 years, and he's here to talk to us about um, – about the new instant replay system. Oh, that'll be crazy. I have a bunch of questions. I'm glad Major League Baseball is finally taking a progressive step. In- absolutely, absolutely. Tug, Tug is here to talk to us about that. So, All right. And I believe we also have Chris Humphreys back on the hey, show. Hey, yeah. Chris. Chris Humphreys is going to be doing his uh, 2013 summer movie recap. Oh. What? Yep. Really? Yeah, he's, uh, he's really embraced this Hollywood thing. He's out there doing the scene, going to the okay. red carpets, getting the news that you want to know. I'm not going to mention it specifically, but I'm kind of okay if we're going to retire maybe his old bit. What old bit? I've got uh, the poop. I still I've have not poop. been here for one of those. He calls oh, right. his bit, I got the poop on Hollywood, and then yeah. he wants to get involved in investigative reporting, and he'll say stuff like, oh, I want to get the poop on and, Syria, you know, and it's yeah, like... I don't uh, think he realizes that he's, it's, it was bad. But you guys call it a bit, new. but that implies that he's joking. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So it's not a bit; it's a it's a piece. Yeah, there we go. Like on NPR. Yeah, there you go. Is it, which is where Chris Humphreys gets his inspiration from? That's Absolutely, true. Absolutely, yeah. From Michelle Norris <laughs> and yep. Hedy Lynn Hurdies. <laughs> not a word. <laughs> and not a person. Not a person. <laughs> not a real name. It's a Muppet. Try again. Yes. Try again, broadcaster. Yeah. Uh, we'll also Phil. Will we have a weird sport? You're goddamn right. We do. The weird sport countdown is nigh. Well, this, the countdown's here. The end, the end is nigh. Uh, the end is nigh. The end is nigh. The but, end is but, nigh. But when you say nigh, we still mean like so the end 18 is nine, weeks, like nine four episodes months. from now. No, no, it's we're on what episode eighty four. That means oh, the okay. end is nigh. It's uh, it's like oh. four months away. So it's not nine. It's nigh. Okay. Nine only if you mean it in the German way. Right. The end is no. Well, no, the end yeah. is yes. <laughs> oh. oh, let's bail. All right, news, we'll news, get news. another news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Ryan Braun spreads vicious rumors about urine collector Dino Lorenzi Jr., calling him a Cubs fan and anti-Semite. Whoa. Subheadline, probably could have just stopped at calling him a urine collector. (laughs) Right. Alt subheadline, subject has spawned debate. What's worse, being an (laughs) anti-Semite or a Cubs fan? Uh, being an anti-Semite, I think, is worse. What's more racist? We'll get there. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. Here's the thing. I mean, Adolf Hitler, one of the big losers in the history of of everything. 
Not a Cubs fan. <laughs> not, a, not a Cubs right? Noti- fan. Notably rooted for winning squads. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Except for his own. Except for oh. the big one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, basically, so Yahoo Sports reports that – oh, let me try that again. Yahoo Sports <laughs> reports before spring training in 2012 – uh, when Ryan Braun was facing a possible suspension over a positive drug test. So this was last spring training. He was facing a possible suspension over a positive drug test. He reached out to MLB stars to slander Dino Lorenzi Jr., a.k.a. Urine Collector. <laughs> I'm confused by the Urine Collector. Thing. Okay, so basically what happened is he tested positive on a drug test. And the Urine Collector has to go find a FedEx to get the stuff to MLB. Yeah, he does. He's find guy one hired by baseball to go out and collect urine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, he cannot find a FedEx uh, that can ship it under the parameters of MLB. Yeah. Kind of thing. So he keeps the urine in his fridge overnight. Ooh. Now, now, despite uh, they send it to the people, the people say, "Well, it's not been tampered with. It's not degraded in any way. This is still a valid positive test." He, you know, he took Which drugs. Close. I heard his wife almost put it in her coffee. Oh, this what close. was she thinking? She was putting lemonade in her coffee or what apple it? juice? Yeah. Or does he have really thick white milky urine? <laughs> Or, or well, she... After all the HGH he was taking, I don't know what his urine Dino's was. like, honey, no, 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 that's Ryan Braun's urine. That's not mine. Here's mine for your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I had yes, asparagus master. last night. Yeah. Um, uh, but basically, so... But Ryan Braun appealed the positive test and won because of the chain of custody thing. Right. You can't do that. Um, and, but then, then he went out of his way to call people like uh, Joey Votto, Matt Kemp, Troy Tulowitzki, and even his own Brewers teammates, and was like, oh, man, I think this uh, conspiracy against me. I think this guy, he's, he's a total anti-Semite and a Cubs fan. Ryan Braun is Jewish. Oh. He's the Hebrew hammer. Um, but basically, so he and apparently a lot of the stars bought in, and this helps explain some of the backlash this year when he again tested positive. Yeah. All these stars that the article mentioned that he reached out to were quite vocal in saying, Really disappointed, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like, go. I believed him that this urine collector was kind an anti semite Kind of a dickbag. Yeah. Um, a source close to Dino Lorenzi Jr., <laughs> a.k.a. urine cl- uh, collector, sure. said the anti-Semitism allegation is untrue, but the fan allegiance is unclear. This is from the article. <laughs> and it sounds to me like someone doesn't want to be outed as a Cubs fan. Uh-oh. <laughs> go. I feel like somebody was probably didn't want to be outed as a urine collector. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm My, guessing like any publicity is bad publicity for Dino DiLorenzi. My wife thinks I'm in real estate. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> like, great. Now I'm the most known pea collector in the entire world. The only one I could name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've been all through this. Being an anti-Semite is marginally worse than being a Cubs fan. <laughs> right. Mm. Marginally worse. Oh, man. ESPN creates bowl game for Mac and Sunbelt conferences. Oh, finally. Finally. <laughs> ESPN executives claim it will be most unnecessary bowl yet. <laughs> the bowl will take place in Montgomery, Alabama, beginning in December 2014. Feature participants from the Mid-American Conference and the Sunbelt Conference. This is the, uh, well, this will be the ninth bowl game owned by ESPN, but... They're currently in negotiations to take over the heart of Dallas Bowl, and they recently created a new ga- uh, new bowl game in sunny Boca Raton, Florida. So that will actually nice. bring the total of ESPN-owned games to 11. Oh, good. Out wow. of out of 38. Uh, so when the bowls are added in 2014, it'll give us 38 college bowl games or 38 reasons to celebrate the amateur ideals of student-athletes, <laughs> including these bowls also owned by ESPN. 
the BBVA Compass Bowl, the Beef O'Brady's Bowl, the Bell Helicopter Armed Forces Bowl, the famous Idaho Potatoes, famous Potatoes Bowl, never heard of it, the Las Vegas Bowl, never heard of it, the Gilda New Mexico Bowl, never heard of it, the Texas Bowl, never heard of it, and the Sheraton Hawaii Bowl, never heard of it, but I love Hawaii, the Phil Ranta Bowl, yeah. Oh, that's something I serve out of my food truck. <laughs> you don't want to order the Phil Ranta bowl. I think it's terrible. <laughs> that's the review. Thank uh, you, voters. <laughs> but for real, best one of these, it's a tie between the Texas Bowl and the Honolulu Bowl. Yeah. yeah. If you've watched all these, and I have. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> those are generally the best ones because the Hawaii Bowls, Christmas Eve. It's in Hawaii. The family function's kind of dying down. You're trying to find the TV. Maybe <laughs> sober up. Maybe not. You're in yeah. that iffy tweener stage. Are we going to have to wake up early tomorrow? I don't know. And they have like a, the, the all of the interstitials probably have hula girls. Like when they're coming back from yeah. like commercials, there's yeah. hula girls and they're dancing. Yeah, yeah. Also, you can tell it's usually between two fairly marginal teams. And you can see these players who are just like, man, did we luck out. Yeah, yeah. I know. If you're going to be in a shitty bowl. This is the shitty bowl to be in. We could have been in Montgomery, Alabama, or I don't know, Hawaii. Right. <laughs> uh, basically, these bowls are often fodder for jokes about corporate sponsorship or grumpy dads explaining how there used to be only five bowl games and they liked it just fine. Yeah, Dad. There also used to be institutional racism. Yeah. Well, there still is, but there are 38 bowl games now. <laughs> Progress! <you> yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, or not. Oh. Alabama newspaper uses sexist language in article. Is I'm that, not surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem like news. Is that news? Well, yeah. Okay. okay. It's sure. on the internet. <laughs> yeah. All right. The story has been correct, and the website has issued an apology. It was AL.com after receiving uh, complaints about their lead paragraph in a story about a football seminar geared towards women. The original opening paragraph published Tuesday morning read, quote, Football can be a confusing and often vexing concept, especially for women, end quote. <laughs> wow. Uh, the paper used the word woman women, uh, because AP Style Guide does not allow the C word to be used. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, yeah. I'll be honest. You know, in, in my line of work, it comes up a lot. And every single time I have to double check that AP Style Guide. Look under C, and I'm like, I'm not allowed to use that word. Yeah, Joel's a per, uh, professional woman intimidator. <laughs> That's what he does. To and get it's, it's hard to do while staying within the AP style game. Right, I can believe it. Uh, Alabama is home to the last four national championship trophies. Yep. That includes Auburn. So, man or woman, I scold you if you find football vexing there. <laughs> yeah. You have nothing else to do. It's yeah. that in NASCAR. Uh, the AL.com editor-in-chief said... We can't use racist language. We can't use sexist language. What's next? Not being able to call a tard queer or call a queer a tard. He added, seriously, I'm asking. I'm a stickler for grammar. Which is it? Tard queer or queer a tard? Uh, the section was, uh, the, the event was a girls of the fall event. And the, the actual food editor who was promoting the event said uh, the event is not geared uh, toward those women who are experts in football, but those who are not but want to learn more. We apologize for offending readers. The story's been edited in response to the feedback we've received, which is, you guys are misogynist dickbags. Right. <laughs> and they edited it on the website, and nobody in Alabama knows how to use a computer. Yeah. I was going to say, they do not have the internet there? Yeah. It's shocking. Well, I mean, that's, that's why you got complaints, is because nobody in Alabama was reading it. Right. 
It was it was it was someone in New York who was just perusing all of the local newspapers yep. as a cosmopolitan Brooklynite would. Absolutely. Right? And noticed this horrible, egregious air. Yeah. <laughs> and he wiped his brow with his sweater vest after taking off his horn rimmed glasses and went, I find this to be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us now in the studio is Joe Tug Kootman, uh, one of the most senior umpires uh, in Major League Baseball, and he's going to give us a quick uh, rundown of uh, some instant replay. How are you doing uh, today, uh, I'm doing Tug? just great. Doing just great. Jordan, Phil, great to be here. Great hey, to be here. Hey, good to have you, Tug. And, so, and I'll explain this for Phil. I know you already know this, but basically, well. starting in 2014, uh, managers will get one instant replay challenge for the first six innings, two from the seventh inning to the end of the game, if they succeed in their challenge, they get to keep it. However, you can't carry over the challenge, uh, the first challenge, into the later innings. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, that's correct. That's the way it's going to work. All right. Uh, and I'm, I just want to say, I'm, I'm part of the reason why I'm here. This is a part of an outreach program. I think, uh, you know, us umpires in Major League Baseball have been uh, painted as staunch traditionalists, if you will, you know, for refusing to adopt new technology uh, because we're, you know old timers or something like that. And I'm here to show you guys to give a demonstration of the new system so I can prove to you and the rest of the world that we're ready to step into the 21st century here. Okay? God, well, that, that like would listening be... to my excited grandfather. This is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, as a huge baseball fan, I think this is very important that baseball kind of get with the times and get a little progressive. All the other sports have instant replay. Right. Why, oh, yeah. why can't the, the greatest sport have instant replay? Hey, absolutely. So I want to let you guys know the system I'm about to show you, a person just like myself, is going to be in New York operating one of these systems opening day next year, okay? Opening Operating system just like this, and we want to make absolutely sure that it does not slow the game down. Oh, yeah. Good. Baseball's gotten a lot slower the past couple decades. Don't right, want yeah. any more of that. Anything absolutely. to slow it down would be death. Exactly. They need to speed it up. Right. Understood. Understood. Okay, so what I'm going to do here, I've queued up a particularly close play at second base from the, uh, the Miami-Los Angeles game uh, earlier this week. Okay, okay let's check it out. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how this works. I think okay. I remember this play. And I think you just uh, all right. And then I'm gonna let's see. I press uh, okay. All right. Well, it's not uh, geez. Uh, let's see. I, I think I'm supposed to to press here and then uh boy. Uh, hey, uh, tug, tug. Yeah. I don't think that's plugged in. I think you're gonna want oh! to plug that. Yeah. In. Oh jeepers! That goes, oh my gosh! That well, runs on power, Tug. <laughs> I know it's kind yeah. of a kind of boy. Like, don't I feel a horse's patoot? Right. Okay, hang on. On. We want to imagine that you're trying okay. to make you guys look good here. There we go. There we go. Okay. All we right. got some juice there now. All yeah. right. Yep. Now all I'm gonna do, and so it's, uh, and then I just gotta, uh, let's see. How does this thing? And I'm gonna I think, I think, I think it's uh, play. You want to hit yep. play? No, yep. and then you do. Hang on, I'm supposed to. And then no, little like, triangle play button is play. The That's, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, no, then uh, how do I? Uh, let's no, you, I think I'm hit play. No, I'm hit no, play, oh, right? Jesus. I think double, I'm, no, double click that. Double click that icon. Double yeah. click? No, you can't. Just Come on, touch no, the you know, screen. You can't. You just, have to. You have to double the click. Mouse. It's, it's not a single click. Like an iPhone, you just run your finger. No, no, a double click. A quick double click. Click. Okay, well, a it, quick no, no, double it's, it's, click. It's, 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 it, it, clearly, it's not working here, guys. I'm, uh, let me let me try this uh, something else here. All right, and then I got to do this, I think, and then uh, let's see. My nephew showed me this thing you do with uh, here. No, 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 that no that that says, do you want to close windows? You click okay. no here. You don't want to close. No, windows. you don't want to close. I want to. I think uh, click no. Yes. No, click no. Click no. Yeah. You just close. Oh, Windows is the operating system. Okay. Well, now it's gone. Now it's doing something screwy here. Okay. Uh, this this did not happen last time. It's shutting down. I think what you did is it's shutting down. Hang on, hang on. Let me try one more thing here. I'm just gonna do this. This will get us right back where we need to go. I know how to use this system, and then we click. 
The lights are off. Yep. We're sitting in the dark now. Tug. I'm not sure how I did that. Because it's a light it's a light fixture on the wall that's not connected to the computer. Yeah. I feel feel a little silly. Once again, uh, portraying uh, Major League Baseball in the most progressive, positive light. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Tug. I'm afraid of the dark! Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, one of our all-time favorite gra- uh, guests, big friend of the podcast, Chris Humphreys. Uh, to be honest, it is a very big pleasure to be here. It's a great pleasure to have you back, Chris. I'm so excited because it was summer movie season. Absolutely. We are so excited to have a new segment from you. Yes, I got the poop on Hollywood. No. no. Yes, yeah, I got the poop on movies. Uh, I've I, got the poop on cinema. I, you're, you're giving yeah, us a lot of alternates a little class, here, but yeah. you're, not, you're not changing the one part of it that we'd like you to change. What an incredible summer, guys. Uh, it was yeah. so incredible. It was, it was I'm, a pretty... I'm to be honest, I think summer. it was the greatest summer for movies ever. That's ever? Ever in the history of movies. I, I had know. so much fun at the theater this year. What did you see? What it, I'm gonna, well, I'll give my top movies of the season, then you guys can decide which ones you're going to rent on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. My number one movie of the summer has to be The Great Gatsby. Okay, yeah. The Great I, Gatsby it was a wonderful sports movie about this guy named Gatsby, and he was funny because he had movie. money. And he was like, yeah, it was a sports movie because they were out in the yard and they were playing, uh, they were playing games out in the grass. And I was like, go kill them, rip their head off. That's uh, no great. Gatsby's a classic work of American literature written by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, To be honest, honest, I was a little distracted during that movie because I just heard that Kim Kardashian was about to give birth. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That if you don't know, that is my ex. Yes, we, no, will marry. we are. We are. We are aware of that. All right, I'd just like make to point it out sure. that you're the one who brought her up this time. We were. We were being very careful. Not yeah. To no, it's okay. I forgot about her as soon as before the movie. They had this trivia game, and they said who was Inspector Gadget, and I said French Stewart, but it was Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Was French Stewart uh, one of the options, or was this just an open No, I was question? just yelling at the screen. They never gave me the answer. It's, it's oddly specific, but I think French Stewart probably never going to be a leading man. Uh, to be honest, he was in the straight-to-DVD Inspector Gadget too. <laughs> My number two sports movie of the summer was Fast and Furious 6. I, to yep. be honest, that was movie was both fast and it was furious. I, I'd imagine it would be. Also, yeah. I feel like this is a little closer to a sports movie. This was. It was a sports movie. It was about NASCAR racing. Not Except NASCAR, they were doing it on a street. Right, so well, that's, that's why it's not NASCAR. Not sanctioned by NASCAR. That's illegal yeah. street racing. Yeah. yeah. Vin Diesel is the best actor ever. Uh, okay. That's he would, he would look opinion. at the camera and say, damn, that's a fast car. <laughs> Did he actually utter that line over yeah. the course of the film? I don't remember if I just made that up when I was playing Fast and Furious in my cars at home afterwards. Dude, you, you raced home? I'm rich. <laughs> he plays basketball, that's, Joel. That's he can afford cars that are both fast and, and furious. This, I mean, the movie, uh, ostensibly about street racing, right? Though at this point, I, ma- I mean... It wasn't just ostensibly, it was actually about street racing. <laughs> Yeah, but as they've gotten deeper and deeper into the series, I think the street racing plays less and less a role. On the lighter side of the movies for the summer, to be honest, there was a really funny movie that came out, too. It was called The Internship. Oh, I never got around to seeing that. It was funny because it was two adult men who act like children taking a job that children would do. (laughs) That's That's crazy. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson were like, we're going to be 20. And I'm like, no, no, you didn't. 
But wait, no, children wouldn't work at Google, though. Yes, would they oh, would. Yeah. They would take an they would be the internship at Google is really sought after. Those people are extremely intelligent. Well, the only frame of reference I have is uh, the the Towel Boys. The towel what? Boys. You know, Towel Boys? Yeah, but Towel Boys aren't trying to get, like, NBA jobs. Then what are they doing there? Just, Why wouldn't they? I thought they were all trying to be basketball players. I, I was waiting for know. one day for all of I kept putting my jersey on my coach's desk and saying, let Timmy play. <laughs> He never put him in the game. Let me guess, one of your former summer favorites was Rudy. Oh, Rudy's an excellent film. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. At the end, he got to tackle, and I laughed. Not a comedy. Because he's but... little. Okay. He's like a midget man. Okay. Any, any, uh, what, what's next? There was list? so much more that came out this summer. Yeah. There was an awesome sports movie called World War Z. That was, a, that that was, was about not zombies. Yeah. It sounds like a, it was a zombie movie based on the book was a, World wait, War Z. Wait, those were zombies? Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I didn't catch that those were zombies. <laughs> I thought they were playing a big game of Smear the Queer. No, no. No? no. I thought that there was a ball that was bouncing around and everybody was jumping Did on top of Did you see the ball, Chris? To be honest, the only reason I went in is because uh, there was a Kanye West quote that came out that said that he's better than Chris Humphrey. So uh, this well, drove you to see mind. World War Z? It drove me to see World War Z. I, I drove me literally. It. I took a car. Yeah, I imagine you would, Chris. I, I also saw World War Z, and it was interesting. No sports, though. I mean, if anything, about a world where there would be no more sports. Joel, to be honest, maybe you just haven't seen the version I see in my head where there's a football bouncing in between every single person that gets jumped by these people. I don't think I could see the Can movie. you round out? What else What else you got in the summer movies? Yeah. The th there were so many other ones. There was a gr great sports movie that was also very funny called Grown Ups 2. <laughs> Grown Ups 2? Yeah, there was uh, the, uh, Adam Sandler, and there was Kevin James, and there was Chris Rock, yeah, that looks, and then there was the wormy guy from Saturday Night Live. That that David Spade. Terrible. Yeah, to, to be honest, it was the funniest movie I've seen. Since I, I saw uh, that I saw the internship, which I find was also that hard very to funny. believe. That movie I saw previewed. I mean, that looked really bad. No, there's parts where they fart and they laugh. <laughs> will I, now it's someone funny. like me? I didn't see Grown Ups One. Will I be able to follow Grown Ups Two? There's not a chance in the world. <laughs> you should go back and see Grown Ups One, and you should be ashamed for not seeing it. I w I don't like to call people stupid, but man, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. You hear that, Jordan? Chris Humphrey. That's really. That's, I'm sorry. That's really disappointing. But I got yeah. one more. It was the ultimate movie of the summer. Oh, okay. What's that? This was. This came out right after uh, Kim Kardashian decided to have a whore baby. <laughs> so I was in a really bad mood, and this this movie grabbed me by the neck and said, "Chris Humphrey, to be honest, you're gonna be okay." And I'm like, "You're right, movie, because you're funny." It was called The Smurfs Two. The Smurfs Two. Yeah. It had everything I look for in movies. Now, they Chris, had, I didn't see Smurfs 1. Am I going to be able to keep up? You will literally die trying to wrap your head around this movie. There's no way. But it's got all my favorite things. It's got midgets. It's got blue oh, people. Chris, you're not supposed it's to call It's got little them. white hats. You're not supposed to it's call them midgets. It's got magic, and it's got mushrooms, and it's got no Kim Kardashian and no Kanye West. And before the movie, they showed an ad that... Uh, that was uh, it was supposed to be a shut up in the movie theater ad, but it was funny because all the noises were happening at once. And I was like, can you imagine a movie theater where all this stuff is happening? Your face would explode from anger. I laughed because it was funny. <laughs> I hope you didn't laugh too loud and disturb the other people at the theater. 
Oh, I didn't even think about that. I got to write them handwritten apology Do you note. think you maybe laughed a little too much and too loud during the internship, which I imagine would have been like a very quiet movie theater? Oh, by the time I got up at the end, there was nobody else in the theater. <laughs> Partially because I heard a lot of people saying down in front, and I said, I can't, but that's funny. Because <laughs> you're quite tall. Well, I got my, my favorite movie of the summer was This is the End. Did you see that? I don't think that's a real movie. Uh, yeah, no, it was I released in it. What sport do they play in that movie? There's no sport. It's just it was a comedy. It's got like Seth oh, Rogen and so James So it's not Franco a real movie then. No, that's under the, you should see Rudy instead. He's a hobbit. I couldn't I, I don't think he's quite a hobbit. Is, yeah. is there anything else you'd like to give us a rundown of any other summer movies? I'm going to give you a, I'll give you a preview of one movie that I'm very excited for that's coming out the very end of the summer. Ooh, what's it's, that? It's called One Direction. This is us. That's a concert movie, I It's assume? a concert movie with One Direction. They look yeah. gay, but they're straight, <laughs> supposedly. Uh, oh, okay, okay. You um, going to see that one opening night? Well, of course I'm going to see it opening night. Movies, don't they only stay in theaters one night. Really? But, I mean, One Direction. No, that's that's not like true a... at all, Chris. The yes, movies stay in theaters a very long time. It says in theaters this Friday. It doesn't say this Friday <laughs> and beyond. Are you telling me I've been seeing movies on Friday fighting the crowds when I could have just been seeing it on Saturday? Yeah, 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 Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Man, no wonder my dating life has been poor. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, Chris. Thank you very much for coming on, though. Yeah. I, and just a reminder, if you ever need anything from Chris Humphreys, remember, it's uh, hashtag I got the poop on movies at sign. <laughs> For you, the listeners of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! Weird Sports. How weird are they? So weird this week's weird sport. Egg tossing. That's not, I mean, that's at like every fair. We do that all the time. Joel, it's a segment called Weird Sports. <laughs> right, but Phil, this sounds more like a picnic game. No, yeah. no, no, that's where you're wrong. Or a reunion activity. Also not true. Uh, egg tossing, or egg toss, or egg throwing is a sport. No, all those are the same. You can't yeah, give ors no, to those. Those are all ors. Uh, egg tossing, <laughs> you can also call it egg toss. Don't be confused if someone calls it egg toss and you're like, what, you mean egg tossing? No, it's, it could be any. Or egg throwing. Don't be confused by that either. Uh, it's a sport associated with Easter. Easter, the resurrection uh, of Jesus Christ. Is it specifically associated with Easter? I feel like egg hunts. No, yeah. no. This is egg tossing. Or egg toss or egg throwing. Uh, the egg was a symbol of the rebirth of the earth in pagan celebrations of spring. It was adopted by early Christians as a symbol of the rebirth of man at Easter. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He was put in a tomb three days later, rolled that tomb aside, said, I'm back. Flew up to heaven <laughs> with his cape. Really good story in one version of the game. The idea is to toss an egg so that it falls on the ground without breaking. If it breaks, you buy it. 
Okay, so it's not like tossing it back and forth between two people. Uh, that's one version of the game. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is possible on, for example, Grassy Meadows. That's where it's probably easiest. It's a less interesting game in cement. When it's on top of moving mallets, probably not as easy. Moving mallets? Yeah, mallets that are moving up and down. Probably very hard to throw the egg without <laughs> it breaking. Right, I will, I'll be careful not to play in a cartoon factory. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> in Germany, children invented a way to spin the egg during the toss so that it lands on its tip, still spinning. Those Germans are always one step ahead of the Americans. At least now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in medieval Britain, there was an egg-throwing festival held in the churches at Easter, the priest would give out one hard-boiled egg, which would be tossed around the nave of the church, and the choir boy who was holding the egg when the clock struck 12 would get to keep it. Get his own hard-boiled egg. Back then, that yeah. was like the equivalent yeah, of winning the fucking lottery. Like, yeah. An entire egg? Yeah. I'm going to live for another two weeks. Right, exactly. I won't catch the plague because it's not covered in rat feces because it's got a shell around surviving it. altar boy? Oh, yeah, the one who got an egg. Yep. It's like the Hunger Games every year. It's like, if I get the eggs, I won't die. Uh, Dutch children play a game called Egg Sales, which one child sells an egg to another. The new owner so then... fascinating. Yeah, it's, uh, they're really into commerce there. I was yeah. going to say, isn't this, isn't this a rule against transaction scenes, Phil? Yes, it Really disappointed. Be. I play that game almost every time I go to the store 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> I play so, egg sales. So what is the game? They, they buy an egg from them? Yep, and then the new owner throws the egg on the grass, and if it doesn't break, it must be, re it must be returned to the seller. <laughs> <laughs> how boring are dutch people well what's funny about that is then what's the incentive to not break it i would right. just throw it at the ground as hard as it can and be like <laughs> now nobody gets the i egg. would throw it at the person who sold me its face right exactly <laughs> here's a nickel can i have the egg strudel friend in your face <laughs> yes yeah. my strudel friend uh egg tossing is also known as a team competition with basically the following rules although the exact details may vary one member of the two-person team tosses the egg to the other if the egg does not break they step apart and the toss is repeated. The contest uh, continues until yeah. one egg is left unbroken. A popular variation uses water balloons. I have played both the I egg and water balloon variation oh, of I this. I bet you got all uh, either Yoki or wet. Plus oh. you won both times. No, I didn't win, but it wasn't me that got Yoki. If it starts to get too far away, you I start whipping it, it hard at my teammate. Hard. I don't want that egg on me. That's good to know. I'll never play with you. On July 4th, 2011, uh, the anniversary Day. of the birth of America, in Grangeville, Idaho, 30 people died. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the, the world record for the number of persons participating in an egg toss was set with 2,130 <laughs> persons participating. Only 2,100 afterwards. Do you know what kind of a chicken fetus genocide happened on that day? <laughs> You well, imagine? I imagine not at all because they were probably told they weren't, you know, fertile eggs like most eggs are these days. Oh, that's sad. I'd that's also sad. have to assume that a lot of the children did not wash their hands properly and got salmonella. Yeah, that's true. They got a delicious salmonella. Uh, an egg throwing feat was recorded in the Guinness Book of World Records on November 12, 1978. A, 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 a Johnny Del Foley. Uh, successfully tossed an egg, hens, a fresh hen's egg, for a distance of 323 feet and 2 inches to a Keith Thomas at 
Jewett, Texas. The record was undefeated until at least 1999. What was the name of that town again? Uh, Jewett, Texas. Jewett. Wonder how they got the name of that town. Uh, the record was undefeated until at least 1999. Since 2000, the feat is no longer listed in the book. Since the world that's, a foot, that's over a football field. It's a long toss. Really, that's actually really long impressive. Long toss for yep. an egg. Soft hands. Yep, absolutely. Uh, since the world record in egg throwing hasn't been recorded in the Guinness Book of World Records since 1999, the World Egg Throwing Federation, based in Swatton, England, now certifies official world records. That's true. Someone picked up the ball or the egg, as it were. <laughs> ha ha! The world record in egg throwing was held until May 19th, 2013, very recently, by the Dutchman Andreas Smink. Who oh, bought Smink. the egg from a friend on Easter. <laughs> yep. Smink is good. Yes. Smink is very good. And Hildebrand Visser with a certified distance and throw and catch of 69.5 metres or 228 <laughs> feet. Thrown on August 17, 2012, May 19, 2013, the Irish Wild Willie Donovan and Big <laughs> Warren McElhone set a new world record at the Irish National Open of 71.2 metres. <laughs> That's outstanding. It's a really, Where really good coming one. From? Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, if you guys are going, oh, this isn't a real sport. Oh, people don't care about egg throwing. It was in uh, it was in official games. In 2006 and 2007, the Disney Channel games included egg tossing. What are the official games? The Disney Channel games. <laughs> the Disney Channel games. Those aren't the official games. The Disney Channel games. It's okay. the games. Yeah. The Disney Channel games, like the mm -hmm. next Olympics, like Olympics. Not with like Disney the Olympics, Channel. really, because it's the Disney Channel. It's the Disney. Oh gosh, you guys don't even understand what the, what's cool with the kids. <laughs> don't understand. That's the World Egg Throwing true. Federation Championship is held in Swanton, England, each year uh, on the last Sunday of June since 2006. So next year, plan a trip, bring the family. It's great fun. <laughs> if you don't mind getting fetus on your hands, buy an egg from a Dutchman, throw it in his face. Right, exactly. <laughs> don't let him get it. Back, and that brings an end to another Citizens of Podcast Town. This brings us to the end of another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. Your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash comedy You can see me playing Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, as the 1991 Detroit Lions, or you can see some of our episodes we got posted up there. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number 3, all one word, Space Podcast. Or you can find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, hang on. I'm actually I'm going to pull something up real quick on my okay. laptop. Uh, I lent it to, to Tug, uh, you know, when he came in to do his interview. Oh, jeez. Okay. But I'm just going to – what's wrong with my laptop? Why – how is it – Boy, did you miss was it not working? a terrible display of computer <laughs> abuse. This is, it's got like that, that, that DOS with the cursor and what happened to my laptop? Well, is the green light still on? Uh, well, kind of. Now it's purple.
You know, I feel terrible. He actually just asked me where the fuse box was, and I told him exactly where the fuse box was. But located. at the end of the oh, segment, God. he did something to lights. Can you guess what he did to the lights? Did he turn them off? With the lights off? You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.